Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Red Energy for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Ned, mm. over the weekend had something happen that was just really a hundred percent. If it had gone bad, I wouldn't have been able to ask for any kind, any kind of sympathy. You're saying that this is something that you discovered whilst doing was pretty stupid. Yep, incredibly stupid. Um, okay, run me through it. So we got some remote control cars for the boys over the weekend. Um, Very cool. Now the problem here was we got a remote control car for Christmas for Carrie's youngest boy. He's like seven, but we were in South Africa when that happened, and for whatever reason, the charger. It doesn't exist on this continent. Mm. So I've, we've lost the charger and I've gone to J-Car, Toy World, online. Can't find the correct charger for this thing. So Very it's, frustrating. We've bit the bullet and gone new cars. And then, of course, his brother gets one as well. So there isn't World War 17. And we're like, well, we go, we go drive them somewhere. We went down the oval at the school. Everyone was loving it. And then it was like, well, what, what about the road, though? We want some road conditions. And I thought, I know where there's a road we can go that basically no cars ever go down and it'll be perfectly safe. And that's the road that this radio station is on. Mm. 55 Bellenden Street. Yeah, the CSIRO and 2CC. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the not a lot of traffic on a Sunday afternoon. Hell no. For not either of, business. Not a lot of traffic any time of the day, really. A lot of So much so that truck drivers sometimes just like drive up here and will pull over to have like, I'm good I'm guessing, is like a nap very yep, quickly. They love it. Um, uh, it's very safe. It's very off the beaten track. It's in a sheep paddock, essentially. Well, series of interconnecting sheep paddocks. Not essentially, is. So we get down here, and we're playing with the remote control cars, mm. and I'm being, you know, trying to run after them, get get them when the, they go off the road. And Yeah, unfortunately, when you become an adult, you slowly realise, it's like, oh, no, this isn't about me having fun at all. No, this I'm is about me collecting things. Pit crew. It was pit crew, essentially. Yeah. Um, That's what you tell yourself to be like, I'm having fun. I'm having this fun. Is, yeah, look, I'm, a, I'm the pit crew. And they're like, eh, whatever, shut up. I didn't like, essentially <laughs> agree to come for a run this afternoon, because that's pretty much what I'm doing right now. It's <laughs> the only way I can justify yeah. my, uh, to myself like um, this. But then what really started to dawn on me, and anybody who's listening to this right now who works in this building already knows where I'm going with this, we are getting near on daily alerts about brown snakes being in the car park. Mm, yeah, and I have, a, I've a brought the whole family down to where this is, <laughs> and now we're driving remote control cars into long grass. <laughs> That's um, not. That's not. These are children. Now, no, no. The great news is the kids were nowhere near it because yeah, they were on the road, yes. safe and sound. Yes, I yes. had to go and retrieve the cars constantly, mm. and I'm the one that's terrified of snakes. Yeah. So I'm every time I'm, I'm like, oh, try and keep it on the road, guys. Let's keep it on the road. Off into the grass. I'm like, <laughs> that's near a drain. That mm-hmm. one. So that's that's water in the long grass as well, which yeah. probably isn't good. No, it's a perfect. Uh, it's exactly. It's essentially like. Uh, uh, a dating spot, mm-hmm. a local hangout for snakes. snakes. Yeah. I do like that you're like, no, look, I'm, you're a responsible adult. You're like, I put myself in danger. I was the one who was doing it. I would never do that to the boys. Obviously, they could never do that. No. Who was going to drive you? Carrie. Pa- Carrie passing? was there. Oh, she was there. Yeah, okay. Carrie was there. I was well. going to say, yeah. if it's just you and the boys, who was going to drive you while you're passing out from the venom going, it's just be- the left hand here. And they're like, I, my feet don't reach the pedals. Honestly, mate, with the remote control car, the seven-year-old's pretty good. He probably could get me to the hospital, I reckon. Just strap me to two yeah. uh, remote control cars I'll and drive me like down the street. skates. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, Hacks. I feel like everyone's trying to come up with new life hacks. Just a way to make life easier. And yeah. Everyone wants a leg up. Everyone wants to just, I don't know, make it easy for themselves, which I fully understand. But at a certain point, you're not... If you're, like, really, really investing into these hacks, 
it's sort of like at a certain point, you've sort of got to go, what am I doing here? I'm at step seven of this hack that probably was only five steps to begin with. So mm-hmm. what the hell am I really doing? You're talking about like, you know, oh, toothpaste, if you mix it with yeah. bicarb soda and you mix that with vinegar, will help you get your sink clean. Yeah. It's like how to cut up a pumpkin. Yeah. It's like, all right, yeah. go and buy 20 rubber gloves, then buy plastic knives. Then what you want is 70 toothpicks. It's like, what am I doing? What yeah. am I doing? There's a guy living in Spain who has done something so often that they've had to write a news story about it. I guess spreading the word of like, hey, this guy's a scammer. Don't trust him. Don't do see him around. Don't do it. Um, well, this guy did. Actually, you know what? I'll tell you the I'll tell you the story of the last time he did it, okay? Mm-hmm. So he was having this... He was in the uh, Acalante play, uh, part of Spain where he ordered dinner. Can you ordered- say that because you can speak Spanish? Can you say that a little more Spanish, please? Uh, yeah, and I, it's also... What did I say? Acalante. Uh, it's not Acalante at all. It's sounded vaguely it's, Italian. It's Alicante. Brilliant. Alicante in Spain. I love the fact that whenever you talk Spanish, Buen comer. you sound like Antonio Banderas, yeah. which to me it just means that's that's how he you speaks speak when you authentic Spanish. Spanish. Yeah, 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 but it's fantastic. He visited El Buen Comer, which means the good food, in the historic district of Alicante. Um, got a seafood paella and two whiskeys, which cost him around 40 bucks. When he went, uh, when he finished his meal and drinks, the guy got up to leave, but was stopped by restaurant staff who were like, where are you going? You need to pay. You need mucho dinero. Yeah, you owe us 40 dineros, please. Um, the guy apparently said, he's like, oh, I feel really sick. <laughs> I feel really sick. Uh, they're like, sir, you need to pay us. We don't care if you're sick. You need to upset tummy. If you didn't yeah. like the food, you shouldn't have eaten all of it and had the two whiskeys mm. you got. He's like, oh, no, I feel really sick. <sighs> and threw himself on the floor. And then, in a very theatrical way, pretended to faint and mm-hmm. then pretended to have a heart attack, which would be terrible if it was true and this guy hadn't had done it 20 times before. Huh? Yeah. At so, the same restaurant? So, no. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you cannot, no one recovers oh from this God. many heart attacks. You've got to go somewhere else. Don't want someone with a heart this volatile in our restaurant. The restaurant staff did not buy the man's antics and called the cops who recognised the scammer from the prior arrest and once again mm. took the man into custody. Right, right, he's been in jail. God, what a... Pretending to have a heart attack to get out of paying a bill. Crazy. 20 times he's done it to the point where the police know who he is. He just like, when he gets there, he's like... What do you do? What's the end game? Do you just lay there and pretend to be dead until yeah, people you leave your life? ambulance rocks up. And, and then you, get you a go, hey, time. guys, I was just kidding. Like, I'm actually fine. Also, what a huge risk the restaurant or, or staff oh, yeah. took. Mm-hmm. Just being like, nah, faking this it. guy's faking it. He goes like... <laughs> I will say, good on you to the staff. Never, ever, ever do that again. <laughs> I would say the only other two things here are that the word's probably gotten around the hospitality industry of that area that this sure. guy's doing this. Yeah. I mean, they're going, oh, here he is. You want to make sure you have the description right, though. Exactly yeah. right. This guy's bald and short. Like, he looks very generic. So very much make sure that they're not having a heart attack. You say you got arrested? Yep, 100%. God, I love him making his court appearance. How do you plead? Oh, Your Honour, you're not going to believe this. Uh, uh, I plead death. (laughs) No, 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 take him away. Take him away. (laughs) Ned. Yes. This is... I'm going to have to make make a concerted effort here to not get too... Because I think I've just had some bad experiences. Mm -hmm. But um, I drive to work very early in the morning here uh, for for our job. We both do. Yep. Um, I have been on a couple of different occasions tailgated by police... 
until essentially I've done something a little bit wrong, then mm. they pull me over. And that has happened a couple of times in here in the ACT. You know what movie I love? Mm. This is just a completely separate thought. Uh, it stars Michael Douglas, I believe, and Catherine Zeta-Jones. It's a movie called Entrapment. <laughs> anyway, does, continue I mean, the story. At that the end has of the nothing day, to do with anything. At but- the end of the day, if you're not doing anything wrong, they can't get you for anything. Yeah. And that's 100% true. And I'm not, But I'm saying following someone for like 10 minutes and then putting on the red and blues is a little dodge. Sorry. I don't like it. It doesn't make me feel good. Sean Connery was in... Um, Entrapment, yep. Yeah. Entrapment. Mm-hmm. Anyway, continue. I guess yeah, it's fine. I, I, I didn't even. I haven't watched so I that movie. I don't think ever. But you made the made the point, and yeah. then was so the movie nerd, and you couldn't live with the yeah. fact that you got the actor wrong. No, 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 no. And I was like that. <laughs> I was like, it can't have been Michael Douglas and Catherine Zeta-Jones because they're married. It would that would make sense. Um, Ned. Yes. Can I ask a question, please? That's what I live for. Do you think there's anything inherently wrong? Because I was, this was happening again this morning where I was getting tailgated, and it was by a new model car, mm. halogen like headlights. I'm like, I've I've been here before. I know what's about to happen. The problem with this morning is I'm busting to pee. Ooh, okay. I'm not speeding. I'm not doing anything wrong. I set cruise control every morning now so that I can't get done. I'm 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 safe on the roads. Yep. But I am busting to pee. Mm-hmm. So just getting pulled over now for the random. Let's just check a few things. It's not what you need. I I couldn't do it. Like, I would probably pee in the car. Do you think there's a system we could have where you maybe a couple of times a year or a couple of times through your driving career, you get pulled over by the police and you're allowed to say to them, toilet. Toilet. Just toilet. Yeah. And then what I'm proposing is they just follow you. Like, it's, a, it's an in good faith thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, you say toilet and then they can just follow you to where you've got to go, quickly pee, then come back out and deal with whatever you've got to deal with. You know how there's... So it's just a system of, okay, now I don't have to stress. You're going to check my license. You're going to run a few things. That's fine. I need to pee first. I need to go pee. Yeah. I, you know how there's like sometimes stories you hear when you're like quite young and then you sort of just go on Mm. in your life sort of conducting yourself, not really... Under the assumption, but like you sort of in the back of your mind are always like, I my understanding of this is based on something I heard and as you, a twelve year old. You work out it's just someone told you a lie once. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I heard once. I, I couldn't even tell you where it was from, but I heard once that someone, like the police, put on their lights and they like pull over and they just sped off, went home, and then went to the doctors. Like this was true, by the way. Then they didn't forge it or anything. Went mm. to the doctors and like I had explosive diarrhea. Like <laughs> I had to get home. Yeah. And the police were like, okay, fair enough. Like, obviously, you went to the doctors again. I don't and know it. if that is fair. I, I, don't, I don't think that's not I true. I don't I think, think that's... Yeah. I don't know if... I think you flee from police while they're trying to pull you over. That's a crime. I think that in of itself is but a I crime. But I think what I'm suggesting yeah. should be allowed, which is where you pull over, wind down the window, the officer walks up, toilet. You just say toilet, and then they follow you. <laughs> they, they can follow you, wait out the front for 10 minutes, I'll come back out, and then we can do what we need to do. I honestly do think there needs to be some sort of light installed yep. in cars, because mm-hmm. I think the walking up... <laughs> I, I Police sometimes have the, a power trip where they're just like, no, I don't think toilet for you today. I think this is actually going to be something that you're going to stop here for. It's like... Uh, in talking to you and waiting for you to walk up to my car, I've already pissed my pants. <laughs> so don't worry about it. What do you want? Let's okay. Let's do a breath though. Let's let me let's do it all right now because I'm currently sitting in wee. Toilet. Let me go. Yeah. You can follow me home, or please use my phone because whatever computer you're using in the car takes forever. It's I don't know what long. you're doing. <laughs> We are playing Insane as a nickname. All you need to do is get on the phone right now. Tell us your dog, your cat, your parrot, your 
otter's weird, cutesy nickname. You tell you us what you have an otter as a pet. God, you want to have a license. I mean, it's International Slow, Snow Leopard Day. So if you've got a snow leopard... <laughs> Probably don't call us, because I don't think you can even have a license to have one of them as a pet. Definitely I think you're not allowed us. to have one. I would love it. Because, Got yourself I mean, in. Definitely I will set the authorities onto you, but like, definitely call us. That's incredible. How have you managed to do that? Kylie from Hughes, how are you this morning? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, great. Great. Thank you, Kylie. Kylie. What, what animal do you have? Is it a snow leopard? No, it's a dog. Oh, okay. Okay. What kind of dog are we talking uh, Staffy. Ooh. Oh, great. woman after my own heart, Kylie. I also have a Staffy. What kind of what kind of color are we talking? I got a dark brown. A brindle. Mm. Is that the brown and white? Yes. Yeah. yeah, they're very cute. I always love seeing those little ones. Okay. Anyway, oh, yeah. uh, why don't you tell us, Kylie, the name of your the nickname? The nickname, sorry, of your beautiful little Staffy. It's Bunny. Bunny. Bunny and could a boy. boy or a girl dog. A, a boy. A boy, a boy. dog. Named so Bunny. funny because Bunny could be a name. Bunny, whilst a great nickname, also you could just call your dog I've got, Bunny. I've got, I've, I've got a feeling. I've got a feeling. Wow. I'm going to go with it. Are you? Do you want to reveal it to me beforehand, or are you just going to go? I'm just going to guess. Okay, go. I'm going to waste my guess because I'm pretty confident. I love it. Hey, <laughs> um, Kylie, is your dog's name yeah. Sunny? No. <laughs> oh, that's good though. I really Sunny like Bunny. that. Yeah. Mm. I was going to say Baxter, but I don't think Baxter has enough in it to name it Bunny. No. Baxter, Bunny, 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 Bunny Baxter. Yeah. I can see what you're going for, but maybe, maybe not. Kylie's giggling, which yeah. either means you've nailed it or it's so far away from what it is that it's a very, very no, mysterious. Not, not, not too far off. Oh, but it is not that. That it's was a lovely clue. Okay. All right. Very good. Okay. I'm going to say it is Ben. I think it's Ben, and you call him Bunny. No, Damn miles it. away. Miles yeah. away. I got further away. Damn. What that is sucks. what is the name? Uh, his name is Bundy. Bundy. Yeah, nice. I mean, that's great. Had you had a few, Kylie, when you decided to name your dog, or was it just the spare of the moment thing? No, no, it was just over the years. Oh, uh, um, yeah. Yes, just shortened down to Bunny. Yeah, Bunny. Yeah, great yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um... <laughs> You know what? Mogo Wildlife Park's calling you, Kylie. You've got uh, oh, you. free Explorer Pass for you. Well done. You can visit mogowildlifepark.com.au to secure your ultimate Explorer Pass. Insane as a nickname. Definitely don't take your dog to the zoo, though. They yeah. will not let you in. Actually, I mean, yeah, you can if you want. They won't let you in, though. Hmm. It's like everyone complaining about hard solo. It's like, yeah, well, someone needs to still sell it to you. It's like someone at the zoo will stop you if you come with a dog. Yeah. Kids aren't able to walk up and just buy that, <laughs> yeah. and you're not able to just take your dog into the zoo. There are two things that are very yeah. similar. Yeah. Uh, ticket for one, ticket for one staffy as I well. As far as to say, probably don't also take hard solo into Mogo Wildlife I don't Park. think they allow that either, they to be, be honest. They're pretty yeah. much sober when you go there, if yeah, possible. I and think that's a good Good idea. Don't bring pets. <laughs> Ned. Yes. This is tough for me because this is something that I don't want mm-hmm. to be associated with Generation Y, millennials anymore, but this is something that apparently will will start to happen for us very, very soon. Just before we go any further, Gen Y is millennials, is it? Is yep. that what we're saying? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yep. Good. Now I know. Yep. <sighs> 
Both my significant people in my life, by the way, are, are cuspers, which is annoying. So Carrie, my um, partner, she's born in 1980, mm. so she's like on the cusp of being a millennial, but she claims she doesn't want a bar of it. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I'm not a millennial. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas you are on the cusp of being the Gen Z, yeah. and you, I think you would love to dip the toe in the TikTok Gen Z generation. But Maybe. So you're, but you're on the cusp. You're like Carrie with the 80s. Like you're I don't think so. on the I, cusp. Yeah. I would rather a bit rather be a millennial because I also don't think it's Gen Z. Gen Z's more YouTubers. Like I think I think Gen Alpha, like the very newest one, they're the TikTok generation. No, no, because they're like ten year olds right now. That's true. Yeah. No, I'm happy being a millennial. Generation Alpha, by the way, lucked out with the coolest name. Yes, they're sick. the ones that are coming up next. The next bunch of annoying eighteen year olds will be Generation Alpha. You know what we should have been? We should have done is that every generation gets to pick their own name. Yeah, and so like you get a litmus test of how cool a name sounded. Like, imagine nah, the should, next. We, yeah, that would have been bad for us because you know what Gen Y would have been we would have been generation mcgeneration face no and that, that would have, that that is the humor we were operating no, with 10 that, years ago that would have been generation z they would have been a generation mcgeneration face we would have been generation gnarly or like generation yeah. awesome or yeah. generation cool it would have sucked yeah, um yeah. the point i'm trying to make though is we do get accused of being fairly entitled that is what Generation Y gets leveled. We get into the workforce and we want things and we mm. deserve things and we, we're entitled. I don't think that's true. I think we do work pretty hard. And, and, and at the end of the day, the majority of the workforce now is millennials. So it, tides are changing. Uh, the, the answer's blowing in the wind. All that stuff. I certainly am overhearing about yeah, a generation when it was so much easier to work, mm. live, buy my stuff. My parents' first house cost $75,000. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. huh? Yeah. 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 I so, don't want to tell you. My mum bought something. My mum bought an apartment for like $17,000 that she sold last year for over a million dollars. Mm, yeah. Million dollars. So that, look, I couldn't do that anywhere in the world. Inflation, <laughs> everything's relative. She did that in Sydney. I understand yeah, all of that, yeah, but yeah. we're not entitled, and I'm, I'm over it. Except for today's news story, which has said that by the year 2050, 3.5 trillion worth of wealth Whoa. will change from one generation to the other as people start dropping off the mortal coil Ooh, and leaving their money to their children. So apparently mm. our generation by the year 2050 will be rolling in it statistically. Makes we will sense. have property, money, everything will just come down to us. Makes sense because someone's got to have it now. Mm-hmm. It's not me. I don't have it. So someone's got to have it now. And obviously we all know that no one lives forever. So eventually this trickle-down system will get to us. But most people in the generation will have a median inheritance. So like the average of $45,000. Okay. I have no idea how much I'm getting. Do I mean, you? I'm not adding the fourth to the end of my name with that kind of inheritance. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to be, you know, my name's not Farnsworth all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Farnsworth the 12th, and I have four palatial estates. You have but to add 45 an grand, stone. pretty helpful. Four would be grand's pretty helpful. Bad. Yeah. Certainly would help me. If I was my mom, I could buy 17 apartments, yeah, which is sell great. Them all. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Sell them all for $5 billion oh, each. Okay, well, I know for a fact because dad's told me I'm getting a bill and that's what I want. I want mum and dad to just ride ride it to the finish line. I I don't want them to leave me a bunch of money. Okay, good. I thought you meant a bill as in a billion and I was like, what's your dad been doing the last couple of years? Because I know he didn't have that money when I met him. Saving. (laughs) Saving. 
Just just pinching the pennies. Saving and buying a lot of chartered planes, yeah, apparently. My dad's, yeah, my dad's yeah. a billionaire. <laughs> yeah. uh, and if you listen to boomers, that's all you need to do. Save. Save. And you'll eventually be a billionaire. If you just don't touch your money, it'll be there eventually. You'll find a oh, billion dollars there It's eventually. every time I look at the Batuta and they're always talking about franking credits and all this stuff and the boomers, boomers, boomers. Yeah. i got to be honest, I'm excited to become one. Me too. I'm going to inherit all this wealth and just be that. I'm going to be as bad as them. You better it, believe it. it. I'm so excited. <laughs> Ned. Mm? Michael. Yes. We have a work task today. We do. We've been tasked. Well, theme from Caddyshack. Oh, okay, right. Kenny Loggins, I'm all right. It's the theme from Caddyshack. Yeah. Because we have a client work golf day today. We do have a client work golf day today. Um... Very exciting. At the federal golf course. It's yeah, going to be very fancy, nice out fancy, there. Fancy, fancy, fancy. Uh, we've been asked to play, um, which to me says... Not enough people said they oh, were going to come. RSVPs must have been low uh, in order for us to have <laughs> yeah. to be uh, called up. But no, or, I agree. Or the clients have asked, can we please win? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, probably yeah. more it, actually. I would imagine that it's like, hey, yeah, if you guys hear those guys on the... You know how those guys are somewhat arrogant every morning? It's like, we'll bring them along and you can spank them handedly in golf. <laughs> um, I have just started, and this I promise this won't become a chat about golf, no. but we're terrible. I also we're promise, terrible at golf. So yeah. I also promise even if we get good at golf, I promise the good people of Canberra... This won't become a golf show. We won't be golf boys. No, I find no. talking mm-hmm. about golf incredibly boring. Even yeah. if I loved it, I would be like, oh my God, really? Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm playing in a plus seven handicap. It's, it's not like, going to be us. I, who cares? It's not going to be us. But today... The chat is actually about how bad we are. Good. Yeah. This I feel um, like something everyone can get on board with. So I am woeful, and apparently the Federal's a very hard golf course. Now, do we want to lock in who is going to have the worst day today? I bet. Because we'll report back tomorrow. Yeah, of course. I genuinely don't know. Well, I will say... I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Josh, you have played the most recently. Yeah, I've been a, a bit a bit active. Mm-hmm. It's been... And yet perfectly quiet about it, which is possible. For everybody out there who plays golf, I will say so. The last time I, <laughs> it's not impossible. You can play and not yeah. talk about it. It doesn't have to become your personality. It's crazy. The last time I played golf mm. was about eight years ago. Yeah, uh, and it was just a standard par three course. Okay, okay. this has a few par fives, mm-hmm. a few par fours. Yep, I see tricky. myself struggling, and I'm very glad we're going to have a cart. Yeah, we are going to have a cart. We have a cart. We're also playing Ambrose. So if you don't know what that is, that essentially means you play from the best ball every single time. We're playing with our uh, mutual friend, Sam, who he is very good. So we'll be playing from Sam's shots pretty Mm. much every single time, which will help. He has official, like, handicap score, doesn't he? Okay, well, let's change this. Let's change this then. Well, I I think it's Michael. You think it's Michael? Yeah, I think Michael's going to suck. Yeah, Yeah, I I think think that's what's going to happen. I don't dispute that. Am I going to suck the worst? Can I change it then? Because I forgot. (laughs) So for those who don't know, that's what I'm saying. Playing Ambrose means you just whoever hits out of your group the best shot, you go to their ball, and everyone plays from that ball. That's how that works. Of the four that are playing, I love Uh, the fact Michael didn't even know that. That's how much we suck at this. (laughs) Of the four of us that are playing, we'll just always play from whatever ball's the best. So you actually do get through it way quicker. Yeah. Who do we think? I'm changing this because it's not who's going to play the worst because it's hard to when you're doing that because Sam's very good. Does anybody think that one of us is going to have a better shot than our friend Sam, who is a very good golfer, 
Uh, do you think any of us are going to be able to hold our head high tomorrow and say, at one point we played for mine? No. I'll say. <laughs> I oh, think okay, my so no. more, yeah, There's more to your answer, is there, Michael? Just like, Ned's just like, no, no, no I don't no, think that's no. going to happen. I, I think, think we're going to suck. Putt, I think my putting game is pretty good because I'm very good at putt-putt golf. Yeah, mini golf, yeah. Okay, great. It's so much more different than you would imagine. But I reckon, he's my... He's my Mm-hmm. Not really prediction, more promise. If we go through go go through like seven mm-hmm. holes, and we haven't played from mine once, and I'm not saying that like I'm not being like harumph. We need to play from mine. I'm just saying if I am playing so badly that not it's not even considered that we play from under my balls, I will go home. Okay. Like yeah, <laughs> I think that's fair enough. If I get through eight holes and not one of them are even considered of like hey, let's go from Ned's. I'm going to go home. This and I don't care if that makes me a bad sport. I don't, I'm not having fun. Also, by the way, the federal club is rated as very difficult. Yep. Now, just quickly, before we could go any further, though, if you want, and needed any doubt as to how bad we are at golf, Ned's going to go home, crack it, and go home after eight rather than just playing one more hole and getting halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're in, you, think my, you, you think my attitude's going to be so changed by the last <laughs> hole that I'm like, you know what? I absolutely sucked for literally ninety percent of today. And say that yeah. I have to go. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a stand and leave one before. <laughs> I won't let the golf course win. I'm out of here. <laughs> Don't act like you've been here the whole time. And I in don't fact, know what let's about. just quickly address that. No, uh, so. the first talk break of the week. So the first one after the weekend. Yeah, you went to make a coffee. With a dangerously little amount of One Direction left. Well, I had three uh, minutes. But the problem is with the coffee machine, especially on a Monday, is that usually no one has turned it on. Like, mm. it's the last thing anyone's thought of. So I essentially have to clean up the kitchen, turn on the coffee. I have, like, chores I need to do on a Monday morning, and I always forget that. And then... So what, what part tough. of what part of your brain goes, I'll commit to doing the chores, well, even though I, I was I was sort of cutting it fine to start with. The th- the most annoying part is is the mm. only part I want to do is make a coffee and leave. And that's the last part yes. because I've got to clean the entire coffee machine and like not descale it because that takes like fifty minutes. But I'd like have to like I'd fill it up with water, I had to empty out the coffee grounds, I had to like empty out the drip filter. Yep. Mm-hmm. I had to empty out all of this different stuff. There's crap everywhere, so while I was like waiting for my coffee to I was, like, going to leave, but I'm like, if I just leave, then I've left my coffee under the coffee machine, and it looks like I've decided this is Ned's coffee machine. Can I just say quickly, though, you are the you are the hero of the office when it comes to the coffee machine. If you're sitting there listening to this right now thinking, oh, God, I can't imagine. <laughs> There's somebody in your office that does this, yeah. and you have to thank them. They're the silent first person into work on a Monday that does this. You are that person. I think you've earned the right to leave your coffee cup there in between jobs a couple of times. I think so too. And you know what? There was definitely a time where I was like, because I could hear One Direction, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is like the last verse. Yeah, when the they boys like don't have much more to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And mm. I was like, I should probably leave, but like the coffee was like had I don't know ten seconds left to go, and I was like, uh, I haven't even made a good coffee either. So I was like, at the end of the day, who have I really benefited? Yeah, you, no, no one. one, no, no. One. Other yeah. than everyone I work with by you've turning on the coffee machine, cleaning up the kitchen, doing chores. The way you've benefited everyone in this office leads me to believe, you know, Brownlow style, few votes for staff member of the year. Surely, yeah. Okay. Every every yeah. week that you do this, yeah. you should get maybe three votes. Okay. If I, if I did that and got three weeks every single vote, I'd only be at minus 200 votes, I think, for all of the other crap I do throughout Still the year. would wipe some of it off, <laughs> yeah. though, wouldn't it? It'd be good. <laughs> It'd look nice. Josh, we have a bunch of, well, we don't have a bunch of rules, but there we have some rules uh, in our friendship, but also, I mean, I guess more widely in society, there are some rules that we're all agreeing to. You can't really break those. We do. We have um, laws, I guess you'd call them. We have a monogamy rule. Who? 
you and I when it comes to radio. We don't we don't, oh, we don't do radio with others. We don't cheat on each other with no, radio. Yeah. And that's much, important. Which is polyagra- uh, polyamory. Polyamorous radio, ra- radio, radio relationships can be quite fun. Well, it's like you just don't know where they're going to pop up. No. So We don't have an open radio relationship. We don't. This is sort of the only place that you'll get both a finding of Ned and Josh. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this, You can engage in self-radio. You can do whatever you, you want. You can do that on yeah, your own. Yeah, yeah, but I, if you're doing it with someone else, it needs to be with me. <laughs> exactly right. I can do a podcast by myself, mm-hmm. but if I wanted to do it with someone else, it's got to be you. Or at least, I mean, we've got to have that's a pretty a serious conversation mm-hmm. if that's not the case. <laughs> Either way... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Inside this studio is the rules I'd like to talk about because um, probably the biggest rule that we've ever had in our friendship slash radio careers is that there is no farting to happen in this studio. Not allowed. Don't play it because it, 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 not in, allowed. it invokes it. There's, it's not allowed. Well, this is such a confined uh, space and... I don't know, the, the air con in here doesn't really work or works. Well, look, no, we've worked in many studios and it's been a rule since day one. And and the point I think here is that violence is never the answer. No. Of course not. But when you're mates with someone and you're like brothers, yeah, the rule the rule is if you fart, I get to have a full free swing at your arm. Yep, like I get exactly. to punch you as hard as I want. A punch in the arm. Now, over the weekend, I have been... Farting up a storm. Oh, I don't right. know what's the go. I don't know what I've been eating. I had some feta on Friday, so maybe that was it. So mm-hmm. maybe some feta cheese has really sent me a feta fart. But um, over the weekends, it's not really a rule, but like I try my hardest not to rip ass in front of my girlfriend. Yeah, like, that's also a nice considerate thing. It just yeah. seems like the way that probably I should be yeah. conducting myself. But over the weekend, there was nothing I could do. It was like just... <laughs> it was happening. It was happening, but... The good thing about this is that it wasn't like uh, it wasn't particularly pungent. It was more just particularly loud. Mm. Like they were very boisterous farts, but there was nothing really behind them. It was just more like a it's like a lion's roar. Just ah, but then there was. Mm. I mean, that all bark and no bite. Exactly right. Exactly correct. Um, it was a fart that I did. I think Saturday night mm. that was akin to a lion's roar. That's how loud it was. We were sitting really? on the couch, and it was like. Wow. And my girlfriend, Sam, was like, oh, my God. So she laughed. Laughed, gave a little giggle. She was like, oh, my God, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, sorry. Sorry about that. Um, is there a decibel that my ass could hit that would forbid my arm from being punched by you? Is there like a... If it was so, so you did loud, such a such a silly, funny fart. If it was such a loud cartoon fart yeah do you think i'm permitted to be look i'm also by the way Uh, this is not something i'm going to try and find no i know because it's like striking gold except every time you don't hit gold you get hurt and i want to be honest with you i want to give you the honest answer because i can't stand the smell of fart Mm -hmm. so and in this studio it's a very 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 closed environment very small walls the best i can give you Mm -hmm. is if the fart is funny enough to make me laugh I'll punch you in the arm half-heartedly. Okay, it won't so be. It won't be a, won't be a full be a tilt chest. punch. Okay. Yeah. So you still have to suffer some consequences, but it won't be full tilt. You'll be like kind of a giggling punch as well. You we'll don't all be laughing like, and be like. <laughs> you don't seem like you're locking in the the, the the level of sound. Is it something else for you? Is it the sound? It's if the I smell. Went like, it's the smell that's going to dictate how. Oh angry no no no! I get. But you said like a funny one, but you didn't say a loud one. Because to me, loud is funny. But are you saying the sound of it needs to be funny to you? you yeah, just, I just have to get you. I to just giggle. have to be. Yeah, as long as I giggle, you will get a sound or noise reaction. All yeah. right, a sound or noise. That's way more wiggle room than I thought I was going to get. You watch this. You think that <laughs> I've been holding. 
holding it back, I can make all my fights. I can do things to do the alphabet now. now. I'm really, really pretty much locking in that by the end of this week, Ned will have crapped himself in the studio. That's what's going to happen. And I have a broken arm. (laughs) (laughs) Something's happened in Utah that's very, very odd. It's required the council to get involved. Um, A dude has put up a Halloween exhibit, which I'm all for. I love, love, love Halloween. It's my favorite time of the year. I love how creative everyone gets as well. I think that's kind of like the coolest part of it. Um, There is obviously some limits to how creative you can be Mm. because... You're on a, you don't want to get the police called. I think that's when that's yeah. when Halloween dec- decorations go too far, when you actually think there's a dead body out the front of your house. And that's the dangerous line that is yeah, only in Halloween, is yep. that it's like we're asking you to be as creative and come up with spooky things, but also like spooky, not terrifying. Like if you like you said, if you just have fake corpses all around your house, that will look like a crime scene. So there is such a thing as too much fake blood. Not that, though. Like, not too scary. Um, what's happened on this beach is uh, a local resident has set up a skeleton display where the skeletons, there's five of them in a, like, in a circle. They're all sitting around in a circle. They're all in, like, camping chairs. Um, and in the centre is a pole and a skeleton pole dancing. Oh, okay. And they're throwing, like, the, the skeletons have, like, money in their hands, throwing money, <laughs> making it rain, okay. right. yeah. et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> the um, council have stepped in to take that down, have they? Council, like, you have until midnight oh, to take it on. down. They've taken, dude took it down and then came back with lights, music. He was like, all right, I've taken it down. Uh, here's an even bigger one. And, ah, like, yeah. made it a production. And they're like, this is... <laughs> We will keep doing this. We'll keep telling you to take it down. You've not gamed the system. You're still in the city that told you not to do it. As a fan of um, Disney's theme parks, I'm a big okay. fan. I'm a big fan of immersive storytelling. Sure. And let me let me just try and crack the nut on uh, how this has worked. Because if we're to believe the theming of this, mm. there's an exotic dancer that has been vaporized into a skeleton, mm. and all of her audience members also vaporized into skeletons. Mm. But yet. The money they're holding, untouched. Oh no, you can't follow this train of thought because no, one, of, no, them, no train one of, of them has a pirate hat on. One of them's got yeah. a wig on. No so like, there's absolutely the no rhyme or reason, and yeah. that's probably why the council told them well, to take it down. I also don't think it's them being vaporized, isn't it? Like the undead rising again. But oh, so the skeletons, yeah, and that's that's what they're doing with their time. Yeah, exactly. They've come out mm. of the graveyard and been like. God, I got to spend some money. Yep. What a waste of your time! I'm not saying there's anything again. I've no, got no, no, stripping, but, yeah, but just you, surely, like you're back you, from the dead. Is that the first thing? Is that the first port of call? I go check in on my family. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. God, I go and see like what sports are going on, what movies have come out that I've missed. Like stripping is not even on the top hundred list wouldn't for me. When I come no, back I from the dead, I wouldn't have, I have thought. a part of unfinished business. I reckon. How much uh, of of not having anything on does the dancer herself have? Exactly right. <laughs> How are you coming back from the dead and going to work? Back to work, I go. <laughs> that was the Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. Red Energy for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Canvas Hit 104.7.